Guess who's back? <laughs> I got my partner back this week, y'all. Hey, how's it going, y'all? Good, good. He was on a little hiatus, traveling, working, yeah. and all this good stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you remember mm-hmm. the first time you met your significant other's family? Absolutely. How awkward was it? Um, it was awkward, maybe on the inside, but you know I'm smooth. Bro. Of course, I got cool. to I got to be smooth. I got another question for you. Okay, <laughs> have you ever been invited to a party or something? Yeah, by a friend. Yeah, you don't know anybody there. Yeah, you walk in, you can feel the vibes is just a little cold. Okay, and you end up spending most of that party in the corner by yourself. Yeah, because it's just like mm, you just feel like everybody's inside to themselves and. They're not open to bringing new people into the fold. They have clicked off, and you're not in it. Boom. Oh, man, man that is, you got this fake smile on your face. Yep. You're looking around the room, looking at the uh, uh, artificial plants. Uh, you, you really would like to run out. So I'm going to say that often happens at work, too. Oh, oh, like, like the new kid? Yeah, the new kid. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we're talking about today. Are you the outsider in the office? If so, we got some tips for you. Episode 54 of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast, coming at you after the intro. Here we go, just the normal stuff, social media. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at this is BTC. Mm-hmm. Again, we know we'd love to hear your stories. Uh, you can get us. You can get us at either of those places in the DMs, or you can shoot us an email at podbtc at gmail That's podbtc at gmail Today we're talking about being an outsider in the office. Maybe you're the new person. Um, maybe you've been there for a while, but you just never really made uh, connections or friends and that type of thing. Maybe you don't even like them. Maybe you don't like them, and so you keep yourself distant, but then you realize that maybe it's a good thing yeah, in that's relationships. Not, that's but, not always cool. But yeah. now, because you've distanced yourself, you're the outsider. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, Eric found this article a few weeks ago from um, fastcompany.com, an article by Emily Moore. Um, and in it, you know, she kind of uh, kind of lists out some scenarios, but then also talks about some different tips mm-hmm. um, good. that can help you. And, uh, you know, and, and we, we looked around and kind of shared some of our things and our own tips and, and we kind of came up with the list for you. So uh, some of the things I, I pulled out a couple of quotes that I found interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we, we've kind of mentioned a few times on the show. Yeah. Right. Um, in the article. Uh, Miss Moore references leadership coach Anza Goodbar. Mm-hmm. And one of the quotes that she had was, most people will work on average 65,000 hours in their lifetime. Mm. Being in a positive environment is a key to being happy and having a healthy outlook. So we often mention the amount of time we spend at work versus doing anything else that we find personally enjoyable, right? Well... You spend the majority of your life. Uh, yeah, your awake time. Mm-hmm. They work. Yeah, and so I, I, it's key to to me if if you don't want to bring home any 
uh, tension or drama or whatever, I think it's key to have a healthy workspace and environment. And part of that key to me is just having good relationships at work. Absolutely. Well, and, and we've talked about this on so many uh, podcasts. Relationships are the conduit through which all transactions are done. Period. Everything is a relationship. Um, you know, I'm doing a session, uh, seminars called Crucial Conversations. Mm -hmm. Awesome book. Awesome, uh, awesome sessions. But they start off with, you have to maintain the integrity of your relationships to get anything done. Right. And, you know, we're talking about getting promoted and moving up mm -hmm. and whatever. Mm -hmm. Dude, it's all about relationships. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> if you're an outsider, yeah, you, you may not be uh, winning. Yeah. Right in there. It's funny because I just had that conversation yesterday um, with, with somebody where, you know, they're looking for the things that they should be focused on mm -hmm. to make some headway, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, we talked about the normal stuff. Hey, you know, set your goals for your performance, of course. Here's some things that you can look at. Go above and beyond your uh, your, your job description, right. like we always speak about. The normal, regular stuff. The normal, regular stuff. Yeah. But then I keenly turned the conversation to, we got to find a way to break through with your relationship with your boss. Oh. You know what I mean? Super critical. Yeah, their relationship with their peers is strong, it's good. I said, like, but we got to find a way to break through their relationship with the boss. Absolutely. And I said, it's going to take some time, and it's not so cut and dry, because relationships are, when in relationships you're dealing with human beings. Right. And we're nuanced and complicated things. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I got a quick answer for that, though. Yeah. Food. And <laughs> take them to lunch. Take them to lunch. And we've talked about this. Mm -hmm. I have no idea how to explain it. I got all my psychology books out. When two people go to lunch and actually break bread, mm -hmm. it changes the quality of that relationship. I have no I can't even explain it. Mm -hmm. But it's real. Yeah. I think I think we need to revisit that topic. We touched yeah. on um building that relationship with a difficult boss right. way back when. But I think it's time to kind of refresh it. And just talk about um, just the different practical things that you can do tomorrow. Simple. Some, uh, simple keys that you can do tomorrow to start breaking through in that relationship with your boss. I'm going to write that down so we can come back to it. Absolutely. Um, another quote that she pulled, and it's this guy, and I actually started uh, listening to this podcast on and off um, once I read this article you sent over. Mm -hmm. There's a guy named Joseph Liu. Mm -hmm. And he has a podcast called Career Relaunch, and he's a career consultant. Um, but his quote that she pulled was, your ability to get things done in your organization will inevitably involve being able to effectively influence others and bring them on board to your ideas. Mm -hmm. Fitting in is part of being able to effectively lead teams to achieve your organizational goals as well. Spot on. Right. So... Um, I imagine a lot of our audience may be split. Some of so some may be in staff roles, working their way up to management. Some may already be in management, working their way up to higher management. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think that quote applies to both situations, and it's something that you've repeatedly talked about forever since we started the show. Staying connected, right? Staying connected. So she's spot on, man. Yeah, it is spot on. And I, and I think that's something that may be overlooked when you have a combative uh, relationship with peers and coworkers. Oh, yeah. But look, let's speak to how 
one can get to that point where you feel like an outsider. So the scenarios are you just start a job. Clearly, you don't know people. And so it's easy to feel like an outsider there, right? Um, you could. Who's the onus on? It's on you because you can drift. Mm-hmm. There are people that have been around for a long time. And, you know, there's uh, the, the work situation is always dynamic. Mm-hmm. People are coming. People are going. But you can drift. You can actually get in your little world, work your tail off, mm-hmm. and this whole thing out here is evolving and changing, and you didn't stay connected. So it's not it's, you haven't necessarily done anything bad, mm-hmm. but you have to have a little bit of organizational savvy to realize, man, am I connected in the right spots? Am I having those conversations where I'm getting the information? And, right. You know, so yeah, you can drift there. You can be a newbie. Uh, you can say or do something that makes people not want to be around you. <laughs> I, I've seen that situation happen a couple times, for I'm the, sure. I'm the smartest person in this office. Okay. Okay, you'll be alone. You'll be eating, you know, you- <laughs> eating your little cheese sandwich in the corner by yourself. Yeah, what's funny is a couple of episodes ago, um, <laughs> I, I I pulled out that quote when I, when I did the, the, the opening monologue. I think it was episode 52. Mm-hmm. But I said the quote because it was sticking out to me that week because I had seen something. And it was like, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Dude, get out that room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so, so, so you say in, let's say, a newbie situation. Mm-hmm. You walk into a new office, you just started, no nobody. The onus is on you to... To connect. To connect. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can buy that. Because, mm. again, nobody knows you. And they were there before you got there. Right. And they don't really care much about... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, in, in fact, when you walk in, they're sizing you up. Is this going to be a plus or a minus right. to me? And we look at everything through those prisms. So if you are are doing the things that make people want to connect with you, mm-hmm. like helping, mm-hmm. like being of assistance, uh just managing your 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 emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. you got to leg up. Right. All right, so let's jump right into six steps that you can take when you, when feel, you feel like an outsider. When you feel like an outsider. All right, number one, identify whether your problem is internal or external. Is it you or them? Correct. <laughs> um, so many of our problems are inside of us. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the thing. New kid, kindergarten. You yeah. just did. You did. You did uh, your future in-laws, but mm-hmm. I was smooth. I hope they're not listening. But I was just smooth. <laughs> um, but kindergartner walks in. Right. You getting. You are getting the most uh, honest ever ever interactions in kindergarten. True. Level. Kid walks in. Oh my. Uh, where am I? Mm-hmm. And then some kid smiles. Some other kid says, "Come, let's." play with these toys, and immediately the kid beams, dives in, and we're rocking Right from there on out. In fact, the kid will come in first day of school. I got a new friend. His name is Billy. Mm-hmm. Billy may be an axe murderer, but you're kidding <laughs> That's right. He made a good friend. <laughs> That's my friend. Right. When we become adults, that gets programmed out of us. We have fears. We have safety. We have. There's so much that happened on the grow up that we're like, this room may hold more danger then, right. then, so therefore, I'm walking in with a little bit of fear. Some personality types, you know, the extroverts and the the the, the people side, Correct. Correct. they just, you know, hey, how are you? 
and then others of us are a little bit more worried. So that's that's an interesting point. We, you know, our one of our favorite things to go back and forth about is introverts and extroverts. Right, right. What percentage would you say mostly feels like outsiders, introverts or extroverts? Um, I think they both may feel it. They uh-huh. just do it. They handle it differently. Okay. Introverts, though, it's just painful. Very. Like, like both of us have a performance switch. Yeah, we do. Which, so, you know, I'll come out of the class and say, you cannot possibly test out as an introvert. I'll say, just look, look <laughs> yeah. at my scores. I'm an right. introvert. But what happens, we flip the performance switch. Yeah. Now, when you get older, yeah. we've been around for a minute, yeah. we walk into the new, new office and we say, hey, um, hi there, my name is Eric. Right. Okay, I'm, I had the same feelings. Man, I sure hope this person doesn't look at me like, you know, I got three heads or whatever. I hope they like me. I hope they like me. Yeah. And that is so yeah. normal. Yeah. So uh, either way, make sure when you said internal or external, mm-hmm. make sure it's not you being standoffish. Make Correct. sure it's not you. And you will have to put some more effort in because it, it is on you. It is. And I, and I think just even determining whether something is internal or external, um, you have to be aware of your own triggers. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. You have to be aware of who you are, understanding like your 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 um your social IQ. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And then understand your own triggers of anxiety and that type of thing to determine whether or not it's internal or external. Absolutely. Um all right, number two, figure out what's working. And what's not? <laughs> what's not working? And 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 that that also kind of you kind of have to kind of be aware of when you do this. Yeah. How do people respond? Right. Um. I, I, I'm only picking on you because you're go, here. Go go. Neither one of us are tiny, dude. But you, you got <laughs> me beat by a little bit. Right. I watch you smile when you walk into a room. Uh, I know that I do. Yeah. And you're like, okay, now why? Well, if the majority of people are smaller than you, and this yeah. is just normal, it's, it's yeah. normal basic psychology. Normal people, and we could go Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and security and safety is at the bottom. That's right. the, 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 the base of the whole thing. Right. You walk in, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Then I see you smile, and it, internally I go, ah, oh, he's friendly. Now we can go to the next level. Yeah. But you already are aware of that because we've always talked about yeah. how do you enter a room, how do you project? You, it's funny. You know where that came from? Exactly. So from the time I recall getting into corporate, right? Yeah. I remember uh, one of my mentors back in Atlanta would always say, he was a black guy. He was the head of the AP department. Mm-hmm. But he would always uh, say stuff like, hey, man, just always be aware we're still black dudes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He well, he he was the one that used to tell me, "Hey, always keep your beard trimmed, keep a good edge up." He understood image. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I remember one day, I was slouching in my chair at my desk, and I was just focused on something, and I was just super intense at that moment. And then like he came by and he said in a joking manner, but it stuck with me. Like, "Hey man, sit up, put a smile on your face." And I was just like, "Oh snap." <laughs> <laughs> So that, and, it, and it's really a combination of that coupled with the joke like me and my wife have is like when I, I have a resting frown, <laughs> that's what I say. When, I, when I'm focused on something, I'm reading or I'm in deep thought, my, I just naturally frown. And my wife is always like, stop frowning, 
right? <laughs> so the joke is, I get that from my dad. My dad has a resting crown. My dad's a sweet guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he just, <laughs> he yeah. just frowns. Yeah, yeah. And so kind of like the, the combination of those things and just um, over the course of my career, being aware through many situations that have happened is that, hey, I'm not 5'10". Yeah. I'm not 5'8". It's I'm not, not the average height. And so I have to be aware of my stature as it's perceived by other people. Absolutely. And so because of that, I've learned to... If I walk in a room, the first judgment is big black guy. Absolutely. Not, oh, that's Brian, because they don't know me. They don't know you from Adam. <laughs> big black guy. And then I understand that when they say big black guy, they already have stereotypes and perceptions running through their head. If they watched the news last night, they did. Right? Yeah. And so, okay, here we go. Yeah. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of comes from there. So you, yeah. you have to be aware. And, and let me flip the script on that one. Uh, I've watched young ladies come to the office who mm -hmm. are just super attractive. Right. And I've watched them walk into the office with folks that, ladies that, you know, could somehow give off a hostile vibe. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you look like, whatever mm -hmm. your color is, you've got charts that go up when you walk in. Right. Uh, and being aware of that can help you balance that mm -hmm. so that you are not the outsider they go, I wonder if all that bad stuff I'm thinking about this person is true. Yeah. And so I would also add to the 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 point number two, figure out what's working and what's not, is mm -hmm. kind of observe, like if this is your first time in the office, your first time in a new group in, 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 in a department in your company, mm -hmm. uh, or et cetera, or maybe there was like uh, some management change. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's a uh, some staff changes where you're maybe you're the only one that's left. Or something like that, right, right? Right, right, right. Observe how everyone else is moving and how the those other relationships seem to be working. Because yes. he, 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 here's my theory. <laughs> he, here's my theory, and you tell me what yes. you think. Yeah. My theory is it only takes one relationship to kick off a train of relationships. Right. And flip that, and that's true, too. Yeah. You find... Figure out what's working. Which one can you connect with easier and you find a way to connect? Absolutely. Which sets us up for the next one where it says, come, come out, out of your shell. shell. Beautiful. So if you are an introvert, yeah. now those of us that have performance switches, We're no matter good. what it feels like, we flip it and go, hey. Yeah. Now, my wife is an extrovert. She's probably here this somewhere. She's a true extrovert. Mm -hmm. She meets someone interesting on a plane every trip. Because it's, it's not a barrier for her. The last person I talked to on a plane, I accidentally sat next to Robert Ory from here <laughs> wow. to Dallas. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to meet anybody interesting on a plane. Nah. And the only reason I talked to him, because he was looking at, you know, I don't do the, hey, you're so-and-so, yeah. don't bother people. But I was looking at a TV show, and we started going back and forth. And I did tell him I lost a little money on that shot he hit. <laughs> But, but but I don't talk to people on planes. Me I don't want to talk to anybody on a plane. Either. She wants to meet people. So And it, the funny thing is, an extrovert actually draws energy from interactions. Yes. An introvert is actually drained. Yeah. So this one is harder on us. Yeah. Okay, I got to get out of my shell. I just noticed the VP goes to coffee every morning and grabs somebody. I'm going to have to take him to coffee. Mm -hmm. He's a nice enough guy, but... I got to come out of this office, this cube, 
hey, hey man, can I go buy you some coffee? You know, I, I've, you put yourself out here when you right. come out of your shell. You do. The trick is do it because most people, they want to be okay with you too. You know, and I, I, here, here's a tip. Here's a tip to come out of your shell, mm-hmm. right? Especially in, in new situations because I think you just hit on something with like offering coffee. Mm-hmm. If uh, understanding our introverts, right? Because mm-hmm. I think an extrovert would kind of pick up on this. Oh, easy. absolutely. But I, I think for somebody who who may skew towards uh, in, in being an introvert, something you can do is if you're in a group, uh, bring in breakfast for the group. Boom. So that way you don't feel that anxiety well up of trying to talk to Boom. one specific person. Bring in breakfast for the group. And in my experience, undoubtedly what will happen is at least one or two people from the group will come by and talk to you. Because if you go in, put breakfast on this neutral area, you say, hey, guys, you know, I just wanted to do something nice for the group. I brought in breakfast, sent out an email, right? If they know who you are, they're going to come by and say, hey, appreciate that, da-da-da, and small talk can ensue. Absolutely, absolutely. And that, that's an end because absolutely. now you've broken the ice a little bit. In fact, what you brought up, anything you do that's thoughtful mm-hmm. and you're mindful of your right. your surroundings. Right, right. And you respond to that, yep. it's going to be a, pl- a lady, what you just said that, a lady brought in cookies, mm-hmm. and she had been there like a month. Mm-hmm. We stopped by, hey, hey. <laughs> you brought in food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we like this. You might do this again sometime. <laughs> right. And once again, I'm telling you, it's food. I can't. It is. One guy brought in donuts. He was he was the dude for well, the That's day. what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah, that's the winner. So the next one, um, it's almost like we kind of touched on it, though, but observe and imitate. Absolutely. Right. Observe. And I guess when I, when I saw that, the first thing I thought about was, Look at look at the pe- person or people who seem to have the best relationships in in the office of the group. Connectivity. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's that's yep. beautiful. Yep. Look at the person or people who seem to have the best connectivity. Yep. And try and imitate that on some level. Yeah. How they're treating others. Yeah. How they're speaking to others. How they're approaching them. Okay. You have to be careful though because you don't you don't want to come off as too forward because some people are put off by that. But you got to pick your spot. Yeah, yeah, but but I think I think the key is look at who has the best connectivity and try and see what they're doing to connect with those around them. One more and observe and imitate. You're mm-hmm. sitting here in the in the office, yeah. and you realize that it's a low energy, calm, peaceful right place. Yeah, and you are drinking monsters <laughs> and double shots of espresso. That's a good one. When you come in, and you will stay the outsider. Yeah. Because they're going, if that fool don't shut up and sit down. Right, right. So be aware of even the cultural norms right. in an office, the right. interactions, and, and kind of imitate, kind of get your flow. Oh, they talk, even the extrovert people, love y'all, but even if this sends you over the edge a little bit, uh-huh. just bring it in. Bring it in. And just, okay. Yeah. You know, if they're conservative, don't wear, you know, your green wig and and whatever. Get started. Now, eventually, and I tell everybody, you can be yourself unfiltered eventually. Right. Never 100% unfiltered, but more so. You can be more so your personality. But starting off, you need the lay of the land. Right. So that's observe and imitate. Right. I mean, just just like in any relationship, it takes time for people to get to know the real you. Yes. And so... No matter who you are, 
because you know we hear a lot of too about being fake and being authentic and yeah. I'm not putting myself in a box for anyone. It's like nobody's saying put it, put yourself in a box. What we're saying is in every relationship, whether you're dating someone, whether you're trying to um, introduce yourself in a job interview, no matter what it is, you only put pieces of yourself and you create a pretty much a, an avatar for yourself that's different from your real self initially, yeah. no matter what it is. I don't care what it is. No matter what it is. And I have, you know, you know I'm old and, and crotchety, so I'm just mm -hmm. trying to stay alive. Somebody told me that one day, you know, I'm not going to I'm not gonna put myself in a box for anybody, you know, and I, I'm not going to be contained. Okay. I said, okay, go somewhere and make your own check, because right now you're getting your check out of a box. And that's in perfectly fact, fine to do that. You signed on a job application to get into a box. <laughs> we did. And the box is we whatever did. the name of that company is. <laughs> we did. You said, can I come get in your box? Yeah, we did. Now you're just going to be like... <laughs> no, uh, when you, when you own your that. own thing, hey, right. you know, do what you do, you right. know. Uh, but yeah, don't... don't. Uh, mm. uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm... I'm, gonna work with that. I'm <laughs> All right, number five. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a good one. Reach out for help. Yes. I think this builds off of yes. observe and imitate, right? Yes. And to come out of your shell, it builds off those last two because now, once you've kind of made that small introduction, yeah, now you can go say, hey, you know, I I want to make sure that I'm understanding the culture of this place as much yeah. as I can. Uh, would you be able to give me some tips? Yeah, yeah. And what that establishes, even if you know the answer, that establishes... Mm -hmm. Oh, they don't think they're all that. No. They may be regular. Mm -hmm. And people love, for the ego-filled people of the room, it'll make them feel superior, and then they'll can't wait to help you. Yep. For the ones who are normal and not jerks, right. it'll make them feel connected. Hey, this person, they know they're trying to fit in. They're trying to fit in. And, uh, yeah, that's powerful, powerful yep. stuff, man. All right, last one. Remember, there's no shame in leaving. So if it's that bad, or it's like no matter what you do, if you've done one through five and it's just not working, it's not working at all, just remember, it's okay to go find another job. Life is too short <laughs> to be stuck in a bad place. When we were created with will mm -hmm. and talents and abilities, you know we got to get into that. Guys, too. We we were given way too much. Way too much. To be sitting in the room, getting smacked upside the head, and hating it, and being miserable every day. Yep. You know, so, uh, yeah, emancipate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I did call somebody this week, some one of our friends. See where you at? He said, I'm on the plantation. <laughs> yeah, we know what that means. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm yeah. not going. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not going. going. Nah, I'm I not. can't. I can't. Uh, <sighs> I got to love what I do. All right. Closing thoughts. What mm -hmm. you got? Um, when you feel like an outsider, mm -hmm. you know, I'm always got something from my faith people out there. You do have a divine hand that can put uh, the touch on you to guide you through that. So I, I ask for wisdom and guidance on that. But I also look to help people. Right. Because when I'm helping people, they all accept it. Would you accept help from a new person? Heck yeah, you would. Mm -hmm. So I kind of look for those things, and I asked uh, for wisdom and guidance to say, who can I help today? Yep. And that almost always helps you build positive relationships. There must be some, um, there must be some telekinetic 
link between us because that was my exact. Was that you? <laughs> that was <laughs> that was my Dude, exact closing as much as we thought. Talk, yes, yeah. that's gonna be a thing. That's that's. Uh, I, that's I, I mentioned to someone yesterday because they noticed how much I talk about helping people figure out where they want to do in their careers and how to get up, right? Right, right, right. And they were like, yo, so like, w- w- what what are you doing? What do you want to do? And I was like, yo, you know, I, and this is genuine. I really find a lot of peace in being able to help other people Absolutely. get up where they want to go. Absolutely. And so if you're the new person in the space, yep. maybe that's an opportunity there it, to ingratiate yourself to your new team. Absolutely. Offer to help someone with something. Because in turn, you will learn, and that person will be, um, you can take a take a load off of their plate. Absolutely. And even just asking them, hey, anything I, I can anything help you with? Help with yeah. And even if you don't know enough to be the star, mm-hmm. just the offer sometimes yeah. is taken so well. Yep. So. Yep. All right. This is episode 54 of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast, another one in the books. Thank you guys for listening as always. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Come back and see us. Peace. Peace.